And now it's time for an Irishman. Not really. He's no. not here. He's not here. Hello. Ozzy. And a Scotsman. Ha ha, Snuggit Walk into a podcast. Let me just say what this podcast does. By the way, let me just do the intro with the, uh, you know, grab yourself an old one, a cold one, or a stiff one. It's up to you what you do with your brew. And uh, and have a bit of a chinwag and a chat with us. Um, I just want to say Ireland and, and, and Scotland and Australia, this is a global show. But obviously uh, our little Irish friend couldn't care less about the billions and millions of people. <laughs> and all the shopping centres that need to it, be emptied. That's right. And that, reopened again. That want to listen to this podcast <laughs> because he's decided instead of like just spending an hour, 45 minutes, however long this thing goes, to be folding sheets with the missus in Albany. Yeah, or building a bed with no instructions. Well, I got a text here. I said, so sweetness, are you going to be on this podcast or what? He said, literally just arrived, mate, unless you guys want to do it tomorrow. Friday. No. Let's all shift our stuff for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. You've shifted to Albany. You've did the shifting. We're not doing anything like that. Anyway, and he said, unless you want to do it tomorrow, I will be too busy setting up beds and trying to unpack. So let me just talk to you about this. Um, it, this is a podcast. This is an opportunity. I mean, this is his second week in a row where he hasn't turned up because he couldn't. What's the word again? Be bothered. <laughs> so, Let's, here you go, Chris. Pack your bags. You're going in the guilt trip. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do that for you. Oh, yeah, look, I'm ready to go. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I just kind of value what this is a little bit more than that. Like, you know, could you just say to the missus, hey, you know what? We've been through hell to get here. We've just got to fold some sheets and some undies. Uh, I just need an hour to have a chat to the just boys. Just to sit in the car? Yeah. And just do this, do but the no. Free. But obviously, right now, that's um, all right. I know he doesn't love us anymore. No, he doesn't. I, no, I've no. come, in, I've come in terms of it. Yeah. You know? Right now, there's a knife and fork drawer. He's going spoon, knife, fork, spoon, knife, fork. He's having a great time. He really is. So, and do you know uh, what's going to happen tonight? Do you know what's going to happen tonight? The relationship is going to end because yeah. it's going to get so cold, and I can't be bothered doing this. I moved gonna, here for you. He's going to get halfway through building his bed. He's going to have a temper tantrum, and then it'll be. Peanut butter and chill with a dog yeah, on the or, floor. Or not like, oh, hang on. Okay. <laughs> Peanut butter and chill. Sure. Um, but you told me that he said to you in a, in a previous conversation that there were six boxes yes, for a bed. Six bo- Apparently the bed turned up today, there was six boxes. I'm like, wow. What? What? And he goes, I can't find the instructions. I said, mate, they'll be in there somewhere. They can't sell your bed and not tell you how to put it together. Yeah. I said, that's just, that's torture. That's like Kinko. If all, if all, <laughs> if all else fails, you can sort of YouTube. If it's called a King Coil, you can YouTube. But what is it like an electric bed that they got? I don't know. Does I it vibrate? Know. Is it like does Elvis music play? What what what, what instructions do you need? To Knowing make? Chris, it'll be yeah overcomplicated yeah. and flash. It'll probably get flashing lights like those undercar glowing neons, so you can mm. see where you're going at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you don't stub your wee toe oh, or kick the dog. Yes, one of the two. Well, yeah, we're 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 down. I one, know for another week. One crazy sailor, but you know, you know what, you know what? I don't think. Uh, I really don't think anyone gets off that easily. Maybe we should just try and ring him anyway. Well, can you do that? Yes. <laughs> oh, modern technology. We can do any wee thing, sir. All right. Now let's have a look here. Information. All right. Uh, block your ears. I'm going to call this. Um. There we go. Okay. Oh, eight, there you go. Uh, three and a five and a five. Oh, nine, one. 
No. Let's see. The number you have dialed no. is not in service. <laughs> <laughs> Do you type it in properly? I, no, I've been doing that. Re- I, maybe I'm dyslexic. Let's 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 have a <laughs> This is brilliant. Uh, Chris is going. You know, our Christmas card is going to go in the bin after this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but will he answer? Oh what? no. Well, this is Triple M. He won't know the number. He probably. I don't know. You might. Oh. Hey, big boy. Mm. Hi, you've reached Chris, broom coordinator for Far North Community No, Services. you're not anymore. You left those people as well. Message and I will talk to you <laughs> as soon as possible. Hello, it's, uh, it's Seamus here calling you yeah, from um, the, uh, the Republic of Ireland. Uh, we, your passport's been revoked. And, uh, you know, the thing is that uh, apparently you haven't uh, told us that you've been moving across Australia. So that completely voids your Australian shipness, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> All right. You bastard. <laughs> and hang up. Okay, there you go. <laughs> See, he can't even take the call. He oh. can't even take the call. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that's the second week without uh, Christopher. Yeah. Um, oh. Does it feel bad? Not really. No. no. Do, you, do we feel bad for making him feel bad? No. Yeah. Would we do it again? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> that's what we do. That's what being friends is all about. Let's. T- uh, I want to just do one quick. I want to throw one quick thing in here. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have you ever heard of the the crazy fisherman Rex Hunt? I have. Yeah, that was that was a that was a TV show <laughs> years ago. Yeah, Did yeah. he not get in trouble? And then he is in trouble. Was, uh, do you know, like a kind of a, a sexual predator kind of thing? Ooh, I, no, it's I know not there was, that. I know there was some. There was a, I, no, I saw no, it years yeah. ago. No, no. And there was a woman who made an accusation, oh, he and might, like yeah. he touched her bum or yeah, something like that, I and she he, made him out to yeah, be this yeah. really creepy guy. Or in Australia, we call that having a Craig McLaughlin. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, this is the latest. Apparently, someone nudged his car in a shopping centre. And he decided to try and kill them. Here we go. The bump becomes a major drama. Renowned footy commentator Rex Hunt jumps from his car and approaches the vehicle. But frustration boils over. In his hands, a garden fork and then this threat. You want to die? Witnesses left shocked. <laughs> his wife was there and his dog was at the back and he was like just threatening the guy. I told him off my mate, just back off, go away. And yeah, his wife's just trying to tell him to go back in the car. But yeah, it's just losing his But the outburst is far from over. Hey, 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 guys. The other male driver throwing a punch. Can you just walk away? Just walk away now. Just walk away, mate. Just walk away. Walk away. Shut there up. was calm eventually, but we're told Hunt did several laps of the block. Oh, now, it's not the first time Hunt has been in the headlines. Really? Last year, he knocked out a would-be thief in the bathroom of a boxing event, and recently... He was widely condemned after a bizarre social media rant claiming AFLW star Daisy Pearce only had her commentary job 
due to her gender. That might be Rex's opinion, certainly not the opinion of thousands of others that right. love Daisy's <laughs> in Absolutely. <laughs> Shut up, Rex. I'm uh, sorry. If, if, if I was in a, a car park and an old man came up to me with a garden fork, yeah. I would get out of the car and yeah. stick it in his bum. Yeah. Sideways. Yeah. But you are, a, but then again, as we spoke in the last part, you are a guy that can look after himself. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. He's about six and a half foot. He's a big dude. I, Coming out with your little spade, though. That's I'm, a bit weird. Talking about footy, right? And this is a totally different subject. I, I didn't meet him. I walked into uh, Sam Newman. Oh. In Melbourne, and he, they said, "Oh shit, this gone back fifteen years ago." Yeah. And I actually walked. I was walking to South Bank, and I was looking down, and yeah. I looked up, and I just smashed into this guy. Oh, wow. And oh, I looked up, and he was massive. And I remember saying to the boys at work, "Oh yeah," and the guy's like, "Mate, he's not even half as big as he used to be." Oh wow! And I'm like, "Well, how big was he?" And they're like, "In the day, he was a monster. He yeah. was just like it's like a fridge." But it, what was the outcome? What did he say? He's he's like, he, he said, he's like, so you all right, mate? I said, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, no worries. And he just kept on going. But I'm thinking, mate, if that's how big he is now, yeah. as an old man, if he came up to the car, I'd be, like, I'd be locking the doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a quick one. Uh, this is a good one. And maybe you've got a couple more. Brushes with fame. Um, I was on the Gold Coast, and that's now where they have the Logie, uh, Logies. And uh, Eddie Maguire was there. And... Uh, and he said hello to me. I said, G'day, mate. How are you going? And then later on, I seen him leave the... It was, But it wasn't the Logies. It was the day after they have a brunch. But he, he left and he went down the elevator and he's crossing the casino floor at the casino on the Gold Coast. And he spots a guy with... Is it a Collingwood? Is he... Yeah, he okay, was a Collingwood yeah, president, yeah. yeah. Right. And he spots him and the guy's not even knowing that Eddie McGuire's there. And he beelines towards him. He goes over to him. It grabs him and says, G'day, mate. Introduces himself and says, how, how good are they, you know, Collingwood? And the guy's like, oh, my God. He grabs his dad. This is Eddie McGuire. He goes, yeah, I just want to say, good on you for wearing the jersey. We'll have a, we'll have a great season. Oh, uh, yeah, let's get together for a photo. Now, that's great. Yeah. That is good, you know. And I thought that was fantastic. And, like, I'm not a Collingwood supporter at all. But uh, I think if, if you're going to be a Collingwood supporter, the yeah. number one rule is you can't have any teeth. Yes, you can't have any teeth. <laughs> and, you know, and sometimes you play the banjo. I don't know. Um, I mean, I met, Hugh, I met Hugh Jackman. That's good. Three times. Wow. Three times at Broome Airport when I was working there. And then... He came to Broome. He came, but what he did is he flew into Broome and then they go... Up the peninsula, they've got a the friend owns something up the peninsula. They went away up there, so he landed. He landed from Sydney, and I met him at the bottom of the stairs. And I thought, oh my god, it's Hugh Jackman. Mm. And he's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, yeah, not bad. How are you? Yeah, good. And then we walked him to like through the airport. He got in a minibus. And he went round the other side of the airport to the private aircraft side. Yep. And then he got in another private plane and then pissed off. Wow. And then when he came back. I walked him from the check-in with the check-in yep. girls. We all walked him to the stairs yeah. and we're standing at the stairs. And he's like, how you doing? I said, yeah, not bad. And he was, he, like, he was chatty. Like, yeah. what's your name? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking away. And then he came in the second time and I opened the door and he's like, all right, Dave. I'm like, oh, he didn't remember my name. No. <laughs> and then uh, Chantal and I met him at the Broom Market with his son. 
and he came up and he actually was even more chatty. And then Chantal's boss at the time, it's a huge fan, and he took Chantal's phone and done this big video wow. for her, her wow. boss, Sarah. Wow. And he's like, hey, how you doing? And I sent a photograph to my mum, and she's just like, oh, my God, it's you, Jackman. She, well, that's good, though. That's but he's good. a really he's, guy. A, that's he's good. a really nice guy. And he is incredibly good looking. I'm comfortable in saying that. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, is, that's fine. He is incredibly good looking. No, no, that, that's fine. <laughs> because I remember one of the talk shows, the American talk shows, where it's the guy that goes, um, I was at a party. Um, first of all, I caught his scent. <laughs> and he, he smelled really good. And then I looked over and who is it? It's Brad Pitt. And he goes, I've got to say this, I'm very happy with my relationship with my wife, but I tell you what, if Brad said, you want to have a crack, I'd go, well, I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Brad Pitt is a good-looking dude. Yeah, you smart. know? But I think, would that be a weird question to ask? Hang on. Yeah, we'll pause. Oh, and Chris? Oh, it's Chris. It's Chris. Oh, it's Chris. Okay, yeah, everyone speak up, on speaker. On speaker. Hello? You guys are dorks. <laughs> Why? Do you, know the, 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 do you know what Coasty actually said? He, was, he said, you never told that you were traveling across Ireland and that totally has avoided your Australian ship. <laughs> <laughs> he said Australian ship? I don't care what I said. It got you to ring, you crazy kid. That has totally avoided your Australian. Ah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we tried ringing you from the number on his special. His, could we record him right now? We record this one call. Yeah. So you. I got two missed calls, and then when I heard the first like two words of it, I went, "Oh, okay, here we go." Yeah. 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 But anyway. It's okay. It's you. You put you put a couple of mattresses in front of every all your fans, all your listeners, mate. That's what you do. That's fine. You can't. Well, listen. Tell you what we'll do. We're just going. We're just saying how much you don't love us anymore. Yeah. And like. Your Christmas, our Christmas cards on the bin, and you've moved away because you, you don't love your friends anymore. <laughs> you put my Christmas cards in the bin already? Yeah, Christmas cards in the bin. Who said I won't be back before Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> it's too cold. All right, I'll let you go, big man. All right, see you, mate. All right, brother. See you, mate. Bye. 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 <laughs> well, there you go. You guys are dorks. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the missus actually let him out of the little dungeon downstairs out of the you know the ball and chain to actually have a phone. It's his, that was very good because that's his one phone conversation a week. Yeah, and he gets one he, call. He's out the sex dungeon for the next yeah ten minutes. She, <laughs> his missus is Mrs. Gray, so that's you know it's the padded room, the red room. So that's, oh, oh, this, uh, is, this is my pleasure room. Yeah. <laughs> what is the safe word in his life? Pineapple, pineapple. I don't know. Um, but that's okay. So, yeah, let's get back into the, So, yeah, Hugh Jackman. That's good that he's a good dude. He's a good dude, yeah. That'd be a letdown if he was. We had, uh, Chantal and I had, uh, say Chantal and I, when I was still managing for the old owner of the business, uh, the four-wheel drive show came in, and okay. Ernie Dingle came up. And I rang Chantal because she was a huge fan of Ernie Dingle back in the day. Yeah. And he came up and he was talking away and he was... Uh, He's asking questions and things like that and photographs. He was there for ages, there for a couple of hours. And then he was asking, he goes, oh, where are you from? I said, oh, I'm from Paisley. And he goes, oh, yeah, I know that. He said, I went to Glasgow and such and such. And wow. he's talking away and he goes, uh, have you heard of that movie it was filmed in Queensland, The Man Who Sued God? Have you seen it? Yeah. Billy Connolly's in it. I know. So Ernie was saying when they, when they, they were starting to find the, the character, the lead character yeah. for the movie, his his agents like listen, there's this movie you'll be good at it, you know, like come and we do do yeah. a reading for the script. And he said we flew up, done the reading. Everybody's oh yeah, cool. And then about three weeks later, 
he was, I think he said he was in Melbourne or Sydney, and his phone went, he's like, oh, he answered, and he's, oh, sorry, Ernie, uh, you didn't get it, he goes, Billy gone, he's like, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> that bastard got me. <laughs> Billy, golly, you know, who's yeah, he? Billy got it, so. Um, so that's, that's two for you, that's, oh, few, there's, there's, few. there's a few, yeah. Uh, I'll give you one that was a letdown, well, you know, that you know, yeah. you, I reckon you're going to, you, there's no surprise. That was Big Russell, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, was. He said he was a bit of a team. Yeah, I did, I spoke about that a little while ago, and he was just an absolute jerk, and you know, and there's radio stations that he's been where he, he wouldn't do the interview unless they turned off. The uh, the smoke alarms, which you can't legally, because otherwise I'm not doing an interview because I've got to smoke. And it's like, yeah, you're a wanker. Some people, that's what we said, like some people get a bit ego, pretentious. Yeah. What's yours for letdown of a famous person that was just a bit of a piece of work? Uh, I don't think I've ever had a, really a letdown. Like I met Russell Coit in Melbourne, the guy, the guy, oh, yeah. the guy who plays Russell Coit when I was working in South Yarra. Yeah. And I, he walked past me. I was like, "Ah, it's Russell Coit." He's like, "Yeah, like that." I did the finger. <laughs> did the finger. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I met Angry Anderson at my friend's barbecue. Ah, that's a big one. Yeah, but he's a little asshole. Is he? <laughs> oh well, my mate plays in a band. He's known Angry for like thirty years, and uh, I went to this barbecue. He was having an Oakley in Melbourne. And he's like, oh, and the street was like pretty much conned off. There was hot roads everywhere, music and wow. It was great. Like, it was really good. Like a rockabilly kind of event. Well, that's nice. And then he's like, oh, come meet my mate. This is Angry Anderson. I'm like, I know who that is. That's the guy that sings for Rose Tattoo. Like, yeah. he's huge. And then I met this old, short man. Yeah. And I was like, how you doing, Angry? I'm Dave. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he told me to get did he? <laughs> yeah. Then he kept on going in about half an hour later he was talking to me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Boy! What? Apparently that's how he greets pretty much well, oh, it's everybody. Like it's kind of like a thing he does. It's a greeting. Yeah, but uh, he's actually a nice guy, but it's like, dude, and you think he's going to be a wee bit intimidating because I remember seeing him on Mad Max when he was in Mad Max. Yeah. And, uh, well, I yeah. mean, I can put a time stamp on this podcast because... We are actually doing this podcast tonight, which is actually the last episode of Neighbours ever to air. Oh, boo-hoo. All right. Uh, so, Triple M, today we played that song at oh, 12 o'clock. Suddenly? Suddenly by suddenly. Angry oh, Anderson. Shit. It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> and the video's even worse. Oh. You know, he's standing there and he's, you can see the ass. No, oh, no, 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 no. But, it's not, but the thing is, it's not a rose tattoo-ish type of song, so it's like... Is that not, was that not sung for one of the weddings? Suddenly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, the biggest wedding on Neighbours ever, which oh, was Oh, it's the Kylie Kelly and Jason Donovan. Jason Donovan, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Suddenly I'm seeing oh, you. Something with the hand span, um, or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, so okay, that's that's an interesting greeting from Angry Anderson. Yeah, but other than that, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, he was quite chatty, but he just came across as this grumpy old fella. I haven't really had in in, in my career. I haven't had too many, you know, uh, letdowns. Too many. I think I think if you build it up and then it's it's, it's well, if you're a fan, if you mean yeah. you're a fan, that yeah, you're expecting yeah. a lot. Yeah, I'll tell you one other one. Um, so, uh, so NRL, uh, uh, the Cowboys, uh, Jonathan Thurston. Oh yeah, yeah, he was the captain, wasn't he? Legend, right? So I got to go to an after party somewhere, whatever. Anyway, so he was there, and I and I 
and I saw him. I saw him there. But by the way, mate, I lived in Townsville for a long time and did radio in there. And I'd seen him in, in the pub in Townsville or whatever. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, so it was kind of, I, I made my way into some sort of, sort of after party thing. So this is what I did, right? Because he was surrounded by people, you know, those football nerds. Go, he has gone, mate. You, you know, oh, just how about that tackle with in 1985 with the thing, with the thing. And, you know, what about, oh, how about the game five? How did you, how did you yeah, feel? How did you I feel about, know. yeah, when you passed that ball back in 2016, 2006, how was you? Ah! And I don't even know if they liked that conversation, but I walked up to him and I said, G'day, mate. How you going? He goes, oh. Because he was kind of talking to me. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm good. And I said, all I want to do is shake your hand, I'll leave you yeah. alone. That's what that's the words I said. All I want to do is shake your hand, I'll leave you alone. He goes, oh, that's because that was kind of weird to him. Yeah. Because he wants to have a conversation and just beat him down going, yeah, what about no, game 12 and the deal yeah, state of mind? How about, what's the statistics? How about, ah. And I, hey, mate, I, I just want to shake your hand and, and say, so he, I shook his hand and said, mate, you're a legend and sort of, Tapped him on the shoulder and said, you're a legend, thanks, mate, and walked away and left him a little bit confused because he was like... Who is that? Well, that was really good. <laughs> he was like one of the good ones, like not like, hey, mate, and it gets awkward and you yeah. stay too long and you stand there. I just said, hey, mate, I want to say you're a legend, I'll, I'll leave you alone. Where my, and I did. Where my old man Happy lives, uh, Alan, well, you wouldn't know much, Scottish, pardon me, Scottish football, Rangers had uh, Alan McCoyst. He's like a national The king, leader. like Wally Lewis for yeah. us, yeah. A soccer player. He's not a great soccer player, but he's not a bad soccer player. But he lives like ten doors up the hill from my dad. Wow. And we used to see him all the time. But he always like we see him in the supermarket. You <laughs> yeah. go up and say, Hi Ali, how you doing? And he'd stop and he'd he will have a chat. Like you'll have a like a ten or fifteen minute chat. That's great. We with people who are like oh, excited to see him. And things like I think that's where it's kinda I think people get famous and go, oh, I'm too good to talk to the peasants. Terrible, isn't it? I though? think you have to remember where you came from. You know, if you came from nothing. The, you know, yeah, just be nice. But I mean, like you know, it costs you nothing. If they're your fans, they're the people. They're, they're putting they're, money they, in you know, your pocket. They make it. They yeah. make it for you. You know. So, uh, yeah, no, not too many bad ones. I um, met I met David Coulthard, Mika Hacken, and that was a big moment for me. Well, that's big. Sixteen. Oh, because you're a car guy. You're uh, in. You're a motor. We were in the, in the British Grand Prix. That was brilliant. Wow. David Coulthard's got this kind of big, square, desperate danjo. He's a Scotsman as well. Yeah. But uh, he made a point of having a Scotland flag on the car. Okay. You know, just a wee badge. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to let the, the establishment know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to stand um, and sing the national anthem if you're a Scottish driver. You know, if you win yeah. a Grand Prix, you have to sing and stand oh. under Union Jack. Okay. You just get the little, little soul tire, little. But is that the same cross. thing with football though? Oh, well, the thing is, football's different because you get you get the European the European Cup and the World Cup, and you get Scotland and England are two separate entities. But then, if you start looking at the the Scottish Premiership and then the English Premier League, yeah. there's players from all over the country, you know, all mixed, you know. So I kind of part time got adopted by a Turkish family when I was doing radio in Wollongong. So then I got into, of course, the World Cup soccer. Now, and and then in, on the Gold Coast when I worked there, uh, Brazilian guys. So when is the next World Cup? <laughs> I don't even know. You don't know? I know that. that I, uh, I don't even know. I, that, I I got a question for you, and we've got to be careful because with all the rights of the names of things and stuff like that. But I'll say it once: Commonwealth Games. I don't even know if we're allowed to say that because you can't say Olympic Games. The Olympics are on. But um, is soccer or football in? A Commonwealth Games? I'd, it's got to I be. think it is, eh? 
Absolutely, that'd be great. Do you know what? Like, so this is where people. So that's on. That's we 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 you know we're it's this weekend. If you want to timestamp. Oh, it's this year. Is it really the the, Two, World, the, the, World 20, Cup? the 2022 FIFA World Cup will begin on Monday the 21st of November? Wow, and I love it, mate. It's you know, it, it, where's it? Where is it? Do, uh, is uh, it? Because I think it is in it's in Qatar. Yeah, how do they go for Australia timeline? Because I loved it, but we're always doing breakfast radio, and then the game's on. But, but when I'm in here at like three thirty four in the morning, I think sometimes it works out. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's pretty good. I can get into it. I'm, you know, you got Brazil, you got a, you, and then you got like Massey, and then you got Ronaldo, and then you, like I'm learning, you know. But it's it's pretty it's pretty mega. And then yeah, all the the British guys too. Uh, that's a good feel <laughs> weird. Sorry, <laughs> but like so people go on about movies, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know Rob Roy, and then ah and then. Uh, Braveheart, Braveheart you know and how historically they're not really accurate and there's some things that are and some things that aren't Braveheart came out not long before the European 96 European Cup and there was <laughs> there was a Scotland England uh, match at Hampden Park or not even Hampden Park it's Mount Florida right it's a big stadium in a, in a housing estate and uh, they basically Put a big perspex fence through the stand, yeah. So it was like us and them, ah, you know. So England fans and Scotland fans, and then it was a whole thing. They had bands, <laughs> they had bands and stuff. And then someone I don't know who he must have been about twelve, and in his infinite wisdom put Braveheart on the jumbotrons before the game, and it was just mm. the game was good, you know. They beat us two one or three two or something like that. But after the game, it was just. Riotous. It was just the coppers were outnumbered. There was running battles. There was people getting <laughs> people getting jumped in the toilet and bashed on the train. And then the England fans went got in the got in the town in Glasgow. And every single bar they went into, they just trashed the bars. Jeez. It was it was it was just it was like Beirut. It was mental. And then on it, and this is a, you can check this as well. Unofficially, yeah, the last international team to ever beat England. At the old Wembley Stadium, was us. Uh, before they pulled it down. Uh, Unofficially. Scotland. Yeah, we went down and we beat them too wide. Wow, wow. <laughs> See, the one, you know, <clears throat> there's just one thing. Actually, you know, being in Queensland and following NRL, but, you know, there's just one thing that doesn't make sense about your game, which is called football or s- soccer. Soccer, yeah. I don't know how you guys all just go, yeah, great game, great game, let's all go home, and it's nil all, or it's one all, or it's five all. I don't know how. And then you start talking about aggregate as well. No, I don't know. I I can't leave a game that maybe even I've paid for a ticket to that 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 it's nil all, or one all, or whatever. It's a tie. Just give me five to ten more minutes, and let's sort this out. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes The best... And the, the 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 stadium's gone now. We used to go to a, a place called uh, Love Street in Paisley to watch St Mirren play. There was a first division team. Now they're a Premiership team. Used to go in five quid, so ten ten or eleven dollars, right? You get a ticket. You you come up. You give the woman your five quid. Yeah. She gives you a ticket. You go in. The guy tears it in half mm. and gives you half back, right? Yeah. You go to your seat. You watch a game. 
half time. Oh yeah, I'll get myself something to eat. You go to the little snack van yeah. that's in the stadium. Yeah. You give the women the half ticket stub you've got, and you get a pie and a hot drink at half time. Oh. It's gold. It's that's gold. Great. And you come out the main gate, and there's a fish and chip shop there, and there's a pub there. And the rule is, if you win, if you if your team wins at yeah. home. The fans you meet from the opposing team, they have to buy you beers in your pub. And then when you go to their stadium or their ground and they win, you have to buy them beers. There's never any fights. That's it's, cool. It's cool. It's not it's none it's of this. Cause it's because it's, it's not... I think because it's, it's more working class, it's more dads and uncles yeah. and granddads, yeah. you know. It's all family. It's more family orientated. So if you go and you win, you get drunk. Yeah. And if you go and you lose... You get drunk, but it's so, like yeah. a win. It's like win-win. So, that, like, so, so now, tell me, what part of the globe, the world, does that happen? Where, where is that? Happen? It used to happen when I used to go to Paisley games. Paisley yeah, in Scotland. In Scotland, and that was when there was. I'm, I'm going back. That's great. Nearly thirty years ago. It's almost like well, it's almost like Australians that it, Anzac Day, a guy pulls up in a uniform, you got to buy him a beer. Oh yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, right. It'd be rude not to. Yeah, I like that. It's simple. Wow. It's no nonsense. Because I stopped, I stopped going to football games from about 90, 95 to about 98. I stopped going to football games. Yeah. Because uh, my friend died after a soccer match. What happened? Oh, hooliganism in the mm. He was a Celtic fan. That's insane that a game can do oh, that. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, it's this been, and Chris can explain it as well, it's more to do with religious fanatics. Yeah. You know, Protestants and Catholics. And oh. Rangers and Celtic fans. And, uh, mm. So the Celtic fans are all Catholics and the Rangers fans are all Protestants. You know, it's the Huns and the Fenians. Yeah. Yes. We don't like them and they don't like us. And really, no one cares. But it's kind of passed on down the generations. Wow. So my mate Steve, he died on his doorstep. He was 15 when he died. And he got stabbed three times in the chest because he had a Celtic top on. Wow. Wow. So I told his mum at the funeral, that's it, no more football. Yes. So, yeah, no, that'd be my turning point. Yeah. Because I've heard about like you being a pub and, and, and I went, I had a gap year, I guess you'd call it, where, but I heard like, you know, what is it, Manchester United, if you're oh. in the wrong pub, are you red? Yeah. Are you red? Red or blue? Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm just having a beer. Are you red? Uh, I guess I'm red. All right, we won't kill you. It's like, that's the first, wow. That's the first thing I get asked when I when I moved here. All the time, you know, you Rangers are Celtic, I'm neither. Because it causes too many arguments. Yeah. And it's people arguing about stuff that happened hundreds of years ago. Well, you know, football in Europe is not a sport, it's a religion. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's amazing. When you, and you go to, oh, there's, a thing, there's a thing on the telly, I watched it. Uh, Richard Hammond did it he went to some soccer stadium it's a big it was the most expensive soccer stadium built in London yeah and they've got their own brewery what they've got their own brewery on site and they reckon they serve something stupid on a, on a match weekend they serve something stupid that's like 150,000 pints on a match. and they've got these they've got their special uh, a special bar and special cups yeah. that they use, and they can pour a pint in like ten seconds, but it fills up from the bottom. Oh like, yeah, I've seen it's, those. It's crazy. Yeah, right. But the amount of money that's involved in it, it's, 
Yeah. Mind-blowing. Well, it would want to be uh, a lot of money because I don't really – I've never really gone into this, but, you know, when you've got uh, soccer football players that are – you know, their contracts are 500 million, 300 million, like Ronaldo's and those guys. Like, that's insane. Like, I don't know too many sports in Australia that you're no. signing a 500 million. If you turned up to sports and said, I want 100 million, the guy would go, yeah, so do you. Bug it off. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> like, like, you might get, like, if you're the top uh, earner in NRL football, you might be getting 150,000. No, 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 you, you can get a million. No, you can get a million. You've got all your sponsors, all your affiliates as well, don't you? Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Like uh, oh, brands yeah, and brands. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember, in, I think it was 97 or 98, when David Beckham first signed for Man United. The UK was in the middle of a horrible recession, and I think he was getting paid 90,000... 90,000 a week or something like that. Yeah. A week? A week. For, and I worked it out, he played two games, two two full games of soccer, and then he done three or four training days, yeah. which is like, you know, a couple hours here, a couple. But it wasn't much. No. But he was on 90 grand a week. Yeah, but when I went to the UK and I hung out with a mate, they were talking about their lowest of the low reserve grade was... Those guys were getting ten grand a game, and I went for ninety minutes. I went ten grand, like, and you do that every week for the season. I said that's not bad. Yeah, ninety thousand UK pounds with ninety nine is eighteen. That's one hundred eighty thousand dollars Australian, pretty much, for one game. Wow, it's big money. I don't know where do they get it from. I don't know. No, I don't know. All right, you're going to take a break. We're going to have a wee break. We're going to have a quick wee break. We'll be back. We. Uh, that's uh, Irish for uh, we. It's Scottish for we. You know. <laughs> and we're back from our bathroom break. Casey <laughs> uh, here, the Aussie and also a Scottishman because the Irish guy could not be bothered. Just, he's never going to live it down. He's not going to live it. I think um, let's find somebody of a um, another cultural background to fill in for because it's over. And let's just let's call it now. He's missed two weeks. That's it. You know, and get do we get a third strike here? I think you get a third strike. Everybody's entitled to a third strike. God. You can't go replacing them just yet. Uh, they could. No, I'll, but I'm like, well, you for morals, but me for I've got to change the intro. <laughs> you know, like an Irish and a Scottish. I'm being, uh, what's the word? What's the word? I'm, being, I'm being loyal. Loyal, yeah, loyal yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I've got your back, mate. Yeah, you, know. you know, I tried being loyal and it just really ran me down. <laughs> and it was like I was paying the price for someone else. You know. All right. So where are we? Um... I want to say this: If you do, are you a guy through frustration that does the what do you call it? It's the self checkout when you talk to yourself. No, no self. Che- no, that's this is not psychology. Self checkout when you go to like Coles or Woolworths and you check out. Yeah, and then you have a meltdown because it doesn't work. Oh, it never works, does it? It never works. 
the, and you've always got that look. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just saying this. I'm just saying this. I don't know. Let's just say. Let's just say in this town, Coles and Woolworths. So we're not pinpointing one, but there's always someone that. Um, there's always someone working that shift that. Um, what do they call it again? Couldn't give a. Shit. And they're just kind of hovering around. Oh, when you go as in the bag, mate. I tell you what, I'm going to hit you when it's in the bag. The bag doesn't weigh anything because you scare. You scan the bag, it's 15 cents, and he goes, there's no bag. And then it's like, are you bagging your own bag? You know, let me need proof. Now bring the woman oh, they over. Ask like, you, oh, my God, this isn't working. <laughs> or they say, are you, do you want to continue? I beeped it, didn't I? If I beeped it, I want to continue. I want to continue. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Well, it's not right. It's not foolproof. It needs to be fixed. Someone needs to complain. Someone needs. Someone from head office needs to go. Let's have a look at how this is going. Let's talk to some customers. And it's um, it's trash. It's not, you put the bag, you scan the bag, the, the, the bag weighs nothing. You know, you're using your own bag. You... Every time I call over this person that's just like, and you go, oh, excuse me, this is, uh, and they go, all right, what do you, you go, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm taking up time in your day. I'm sorry, am I intervening in you just staring into the distance? <laughs> It's bad. The thing is, see what's good about Australia, right? And Australia's got Aldis as well. We got Aldis as well. Yeah. But see when you go to the supermarket in the UK, you don't pack your own bags. See when you go to Woolies and you actually go a proper checkout, yeah. and the wee woman scans it and she and she makes sure your eggs don't get broken. Yeah, you yeah. Get that? yeah. You go to Aldis and you're, you basically stand there with a, cat, oh, with a catcher's mitt and they just go, they just go beep, and they just fire it at you. It's like, catch it. I can't, I can't. And and forget us, but I think about elderly people, elderly people and elderly and elderly. But um, yeah, zing, 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 and it's like, you know. Or when you get there and you go, go, do you want a bag? No, I'm just going to carry this whole trolley in my pocket, you dick. Oh, (laughs) I live in that world. Okay, let me tell you about this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's like, okay, so that you go to Aldi, which, sorry, everyone in Broome, because you don't know what we're talking about, but you know, but they, but you, you but they go. So hey, so it's here. Would you like a bag? And you look back on the conveyor belt at four million things. You go, <laughs> no. Yeah, I think I would. And then you go, yeah, you know what? You know what? No, no, I won't. You know what? You know I won't. I won't. I won't have a bag. What I'm going to do is I'm going to inconvenience everyone here because I don't because I have to pay for a bag. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take every individual item out to my car. <laughs> You go, cheese. All right, guys, I'll be back in a minute. And you just walk it out. After, and you walk it out of your car and you put it in the back of the car. Next one, you come back and they go, oh, sorry, sir, this is not going to. You go, no, 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 no. I'm not buying a bag. I'm going to walk every. Well, the cucumber. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm going to walk it out to my car because, you know. Or oh, how about this? And, and I think it would be at that point that you've got a 14 mile line of people. Don't even get me started on Aldi, where they're like, you know, you have someone along and go, sir, I'm just going to, here's 50 bucks, just buy some bags. <laughs> Here you go. Or you go to Aldi for bread and milk and you come back with a chainsaw. Oh, <laughs> that's the thing you're They've right got on. got weird stuff. Bro, yeah. so whoever does the aisles is obviously on some type of drug because you can walk along <laughs> and you go, beans, tuna, chainsaw tent, nappies, <laughs> cheese, bread. <laughs> And you're That's like, weird. what is going it. on here? Who, what stoned person put the idea of all this stuff together? But they sell it. They, sell they do, though, <laughs> well, yeah, they? Who wants a telly for $100? Me. $100 telly, underwear, Vegemite, 
uh, knockoff version of Vegemite because it's European. Champagne tent <laughs> tools. That's in a, that's, it's crazy. I that's know. in a row. It's weird. That's it's weird in stuff. an aisle. <laughs> How does this work? Um, but uh, and I will say the, the the funnest thing you'll ever do if you ever step outside Planet Broom, go to a Costco. I love Costco. But where European or no? So Shantana used to go to the Costco in Melbourne, and it was a two-hour drive. So we used to yeah, it's we, always out. It's we had we out. had one of those uh, uh, Mazda people <laughs> carrier. Yep, and you could take the seats out and just make it into a van. So we'd save up all our money, and Chantal and I would go to Costco, just the two of us, and we'd just buy heaps. That I and the whole it. back of the car. I loved it. It's brilliant. You know, a jar of jam, and it's bigger than a small baby. You yeah. Know? This is going to last me all a year. A bag of Kit Kats at 24, but they're big. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything's massive. That's it. And did you ever the get the big... The big marshmallows that they used to oh, do. Oh, yeah. You could, we used you, to get them for the kids because you used to always have bonfires. And well, Vic. you got them for the kids. I yeah. used them as a bean bag. <laughs> they were that big. They were massive. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved Costco. Uh, you had to be a member, but anyway, who gi- it gives, you know, you just, you become a, you'd be a member and you'd go, it was a, it, was, it was an experience. I don't know of any, you are, you've got it wrong if you shop quick at, at, at Costco. Yeah. You, it's an adventure. It's, it's for the poor families that don't go to theme parks. They take their children and go, let's check is, it out. The Costco, I used to go, you'd, you'd go in from the bottom and then you'd be, so it used to be three, three ramps. So you go up the first ramp and there'd be like a car park area and you go up the second ramp and then the second car park area, there was a tyre shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they got and their own fuel yes. too. And then you go to the oh. third bit and that's where you oh. go to the shop. Oh. And it's like, here you oh. go. Oh, oh, you need four tyres. So I'll tell you what, oh. leave your car keys with us. We'll put four tyres on your car yeah. and you can go shopping and we come back. We'll park it right at the door for you so yeah. you don't have far to walk. Mate, what convenience is that? But how good is the food too? Oh, no. You've got the hot dog, you got the pizza, you got and the you can pie. do the try before you buy. Oh, it's just <laughs> yes. insane. And I always, I had a good time because I love barbecuing. Their um, their uh, their their ribs they'd have and their steaks they'd have. Oh, they were just the See, best. We Shantan and I started watching uh, Still Game, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. And then which is a Scottish comedy show. It's yeah. a Scottish comedy show, right? Uh, and then there's a there's a there's an episode called Hyperdales, right? And it's when a Costco type aid shop yeah. comes into the area right yeah. and they're going about these big apple pies and Chantal and I went and we found this apple pie and it was massive it yeah. was massive and it was probably <laughs> about two inches thick and I'm thinking wow this yeah. is like yeah. you, you could be never going to eat this no you need a small family of like ten to yes. get through it but it's like apple pie two bucks <laughs> I why would get you? it in a trolley? <laughs> yeah, I did that with um uh, with uh with um uh croissants. There was like forty five of them in, in like, a box. Yeah, in a box, <laughs> and a, it was like eight bucks. And I went, well, yeah, why wouldn't you? Like it's it's you know I like there are some in with the price of fuel now, which is eighty thousand dollars a liter. There are people that are struggling, and they are probably going to Costco, and they got a deep freeze, and they are they are living off that. And why wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. it's crazy because loaves of bread, eggs, uh, all, you well, know. Was all as of, of as of last night, it was fuel. Fuel went, fuel's going to go up two and a half percent. Veggies is seven percent. Meats four and a half percent, and then 
I think everything else is about four, three or four percent. Wow. So, so fuel's going to go up to about probably close to three dollars a litre for petrol. Yeah. Yeah, easy. All right, let me have a look at this website for Broom. It's called uh, Fuel Spy, um, and I believe this is tuned in for Broom. It's disgusting. Like, if you go on Fuel Spy or any other of these websites and you look at uh, Perth, oh, no, we're playing $1.50. I would do inappropriate things in public for $1.50. All right, so let's go with... Um, for $1.50 or for $1.50's worth of fuel? No. You have to be careful how you word things, yeah, mate. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> You could uh, end up in jail. So yeah, so we'll go, uh, we'll go uh, Broom, which is uh, 6725. Yep, two five, and we'll see what we end up with. Oh, it'll be like two dollars. How would I pay? What did I pay the weekend? I paid two dollars. I paid two dollars forty nine for for. Oh, okay, eight. okay. It has gone down slightly. The cheapest is at is two dollars forty five. Where's that? That is at the always always at the United. Oh yeah, which is on Reed Road. Uh, and then the other one, but yeah. they don't do 98, they only do 95 or E10. Yeah, there's only two places in Brim that do 98, and that's the BP Central and Dunnings. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, you go there and they've got no 98. Yeah, and you don't want to put anything else in your car. But if I if so that's okay, one 245, right? If I zoom all <laughs> the way out. Go all the way down to Albany, where Chris is, oh, no. and find out where he's paying for diesel. No, no, we all know Chris is, Chris is dead to us now, so that's we don't worry about him. Uh, if I go down to Perth, look at this, a dollar fifty, you know, a dollar fifty nine. Uh, you know, so let's let's get rid of that, and we'll go to the other. This is a great. It's called Fuel Spy, by the way. So we'll go over to the other side of the world where Australia is. This is not a broom. It's Australia. So Sydney. Let's find out what Sydney has. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I'm paying $1.62. Oh, $1.59, fifty two. The world is going to end. Like, why do we have such... What's wrong with this town? What's the... What are we... Because you're in the middle of nowhere, mate. That's I why. No, but, you know... Hey, you know what I don't like is the way they keep blaming the Ukraine for things. Oh, it's yeah, but we don't get any oil from the Ukraine. It comes from Singapore. Yeah, it's just, it seems to be a little bit, you know. You know. There's going to be a new, there's a, there's a new outbreak of streptococci. It's because of the war in Ukraine. What? I didn't really I had someone that ran in the back of my car and he came in and he said, you can't sue me for this. Why? I said, it's because of the war in Ukraine. <laughs> I said, oh, really? And I went to a restaurant and I had uh, the, you know, the, uh, the bacon and egg burger and it didn't taste good. And the woman said, it's because of the war in Ukraine. Is there anything we can't blame on the war in Ukraine? Like, is it real? Is they, are they just uh, lying to us? What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm over it. I don't oh. think it's real. It is real. You? It's happening. But you, it is happening, but there's other things in play. Yeah. So, and this is, this is we come back to the going on about how Canberra, by the year, was it 2026, there's going to be no internal combustion cars sold in the state of Canberra. Or the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but if you go, if you look at how much energy and fuel and pollution goes into making a battery for a Tesla, no. <laughs> it's like 
yeah, I'd rather have the normal internal combustion car. I just want to ask you this quick thing. If I want to have like a moment of complete um, sensibility on the weekend and I decide to swerve a little bit and kill a cyclist, can I blame that on Ukraine? Cause I, can I don't know. Have... You'll probably get a medal from someone. Yeah, yeah. I hate yeah, cyclists. Like, you know, it's a... I hate cyclists. Oh, that's my... <laughs> Bone of contention. And you're in Broome, like in. And they Sydney. always ride two or three abreast, ah, yeah. and they don't pay radio, and ah, then they get upset yeah. when you shout at them. Yeah. And they always catch you up to you with the set of lights, and you know. And it's just then when you need like a like a replica pistol where you can point it at them and go, "Shut up!" No, I, sorry, no, that's not right. I'm just, I'm joking. I'm, jo- I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, they cyclists. No, I'm not. <laughs> they, they, they own the road. They do. I remember coming back from work when I was working in West London, and there was a guy on a push bike. And we overtook him in, in the work van. And I was smoking a cigarette and I flicked it out the window as, as we were driving along. And I went back and it hit him. Good. Yeah. Right? That's and he, so caught, and he caught up to us yeah. at the lights. Of course, they always catch and up And he's to like, you. that cigarette hit me in the face. And before I could even answer, my mate Steve was in the front seat. And he goes, well, you're lucky it wasn't me because I'm just about ready to throw a can out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, keep going, mate. Yeah. Keep, you don't you go away. Yeah. I don't have the patience yeah. for it. I understand, like, keeping fit, looking after yourself, yeah. having exercise, great, but don't take the piss. Do we reserve, what's the, what's, we, we, do we reserve a little bit of hate for uh, cyclists, uh, vegans and Karens? Vegans don't really bother me. No, but when they're preachy vegans. Oh, well, I'll just tell Like, them. you're just having a pie and they go, excuse me, that is, the, the particles from that pie is wafting into my nose. Good. And I don't need to have beef injections right now. Maybe, maybe that's maybe she needs a beef injection. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe she does. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's a weird, wacky world we live in, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody's too quick, too quick to complain nowadays, and and then people are too quick to record it. You know? Oh yeah. You know, like get the oh my neighbor, my neighbor came up to my fence and threw something over my fence. Okay, go back and throw it back, and if it comes up. Give yeah. them that. Yeah. That's how they used to do it. Yeah. Before everybody got oversensitive and my feelings are hurt. That's yeah. good, mate. That's good. He threw something over my fence and I took offence mm. to that offence that the fence was over the oh my God. fence and the thing. I, honestly, there's things like I read things on Facebook and I'm thinking, oh, my God. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. do something about it. Don't complain. It takes you five minutes to type up a post and then put it on a notice board, yeah. and then you have to get validation for your Outburst inconvenience the, yeah. from other people. Yeah. Just go and talk to the person. Yeah. yeah. I don't so, like you. Why don't you like me? Because I think you're a bit of a dick. Well, All right, well, thanks for that. I'll take it on board. It's the separation between us and serial killers. We all have the thoughts. <laughs> we just don't instigate them. Do we? We just don't do them. I don't we... think it would be a bad thing if we had a purge <laughs> once a year. A purge! <laughs> once that's a year. A ma- that's a mad movie. Oh, yeah. But that's hey, it makes mad... sense. It makes perfect that... sense. I enjoyed that. It was a mad movie. There's a couple of them there, The Purge. Yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. All your neighbours turn against you. You never let me your barbecue. What? You never let me your rake. Oh, just, right. just banging on the door. Just like nailing your doors and windows shut it's and insane. just lying on your roof with a high powered rifle or, or, or a flamethrower <laughs> yeah 
Just waiting for the neighbours to come past. <laughs> like an old postman from back in the day, just uh, shooting people from a distance. Everyone just becomes bloodthirsty for one night. You've got 24 hours to just kick And then have these friends again. That is a mad movie. And wouldn't be a bad watch again. I'd watch it again. There's a couple of versions of it, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first one's a good one. Yeah. After that, it just got silly. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like The Fast and the Furious. Oh. The first one was good, and the rest are silly. Yeah. <laughs> 18 of them now, isn't there? It's like the, the, so that's the version of the um, the Police Academy movies. There's 45 of those. <laughs> well, actually, as we're having the conversation about, you know, you know, you know when to quit, know when to stop, there's 14 of them, whatever. I think we should maybe pull the pin on this one. It's been... Uh, it's been good. We've uh, covered a lot of interesting topics. Yeah. The, the main topic of this evening is Chris doesn't love us anymore. Chris is dead to us. He is dead to us. And, uh, and that's it. You know, he chose her over us and that's fine. <laughs> we just hope that, you know, maybe they'll have an argument and uh, he'll be cast outside to freeze to death in Albany. So that. No, he's got the dog. He can spoon with the dog. He can spoon with the puppy. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite Scottishman, thank you for joining me once no worries, again on buddy. the podcast. For me. It's been fun. Always tune into to L-I-S-T-N-R. It's listed. There's a Coasty and Cosler, and there's also an Aussie and a Scottishman <laughs> podcast because we've got to re-edit that because he, he doesn't exist to us. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let, let, let me do this before we go. I, I, I'll... So okay, so I'll put I'll put it over here. I'll put it over here, and and I'll, and okay, ready? Um, so and goes, now okay. it's time for an Irish. Uh, someone? <laughs> no, no. Uh, an Aussie. <laughs> we did. We can edit it out. Oh, he's going to be upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Honestly, look, hey, hey, he's a good mate, Chris. You know, we understand your situation. You have followed. The lady, the love of your life, and uh, we wish you all the best with that. But in this studio, you're dead to us. <laughs> so, that's how it goes. Uh, and by the way, instead of folding sheets and, uh, you know, putting up haberdashery or, you know, I don't know, massaging your feet, just next time, your listeners are bigger than that. Your fans. Your fans are bigger than that, mate. You know, it's, it's probably because you did answer the phone way back in the phone. Anyway, we're wrapping it up. All right, bud. Thank you for joining us once again, and uh, keep on listening to Lister. Thanks, mate. Cheers, buddy. (laughs) 